And now, folks, comes the real special part of our program, the happy time when we introduce our guest star. Of course, tonight it's especially happy because we have Marilyn Monroe. As I told you, Jerry doesn't know about it, so it's going to be a complete surprise. And uh, shh, here comes Jerry. Dean, who is it, Dean? Who? Our guest, Dean, who? Is it? Guests are who? Well, I'll give you a hint. If I were an artist, I'd like to do her in oil. You'd like to do her in oil? <laughs> yeah, now who's our guest star? Sardine. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Look, you take the most beautiful legs in the world, the most beautiful figure in the world, and the most beautiful face in the world, and put them all together. Now, what you got? The ugliest woman in the world. How come? You got me so excited, I put everything in the wrong place. <laughs> well, this girl has everything in the right place. Jerry, every once in a while, a meteor flashes through the skies and falls into the ocean. Fortunately for us, the ball of fire we have as our guest missed the ocean and landed at 20th Century Fox. So, I give you the two most exciting words in the modern dictionary. Marilyn Monroe! Well, you deserve it, Miss Maron. Dean, look at your script. It's Monroe. I'm looking at you. It's Maron. <laughs> right, Jeff? zippity doo da dee daddy Get a load of the dress she's wearing, Dean. Two armholes loosely tied together. I'll be what a dress. Oh, it's nothing much. Just... <laughs> just something I threw on. You almost missed, didn't you? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, boys. Do you really think this gown does something for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it does a lot more for us. Though. What is? Well, what is it made of? Silk. <laughs> As a matter of fact, it's just plain cotton. Cotton? I see more cotton on top of a bottle of aspirin. <laughs> I better talk to the wardrobe mistress about this dress. It's so tight, I nearly wore myself up putting it on. Poor girl, are you all in? Gosh. <laughs> well, gosh, I hope so. Gee, Miss Monroe, Dean and I saw your last picture in Niagara. It was a dark, a positive dark. <laughs> <laughs> what? What was the audience reaction to the picture in the theater? After your first scene, they served the Hershey bars in Dixie Cups. Dean. Yes? You better concentrate on the script. It's your turn. Oh. <laughs> we had a cocktail party at my house with a bartender and everything, and we showed home movies of your picture, Miss Monroe. Now, you're not going to tell me that when I came on the screen that the ice and the drinks melted. Oh, no, that would be silly. <laughs> the bartender melted. Oh, you fellas are just kidding. Kidding? Remember the scene where you were kissing your boyfriend? Yes. Right in the middle, my canary threw himself at the cat. <laughs> uh, Miss Monroe, if you go out with me after the show, I'll buy you a bottle of perfume. You're wasting your time, dear. Marilyn would rather go out with somebody like me. That's right. I'm a blonde, and I like to go out with tall, dark, handsome men. You see, opposites attract. Then you'll love me. I'm just the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Jerry, you're a man, and I'm a woman. Now that we've chosen up sides, let's play. 
give up, Jerry. Marilyn prefers me. I've gone out with women who wouldn't even look at you. So what? I've gone out with women who wouldn't look at me either. <laughs> okay, Jerry. Supposing I do go out with you, what'll we do? Well, we get in my car and drive up Lookout Mountain. And when we get to the top... Yes? Look out! <laughs> No, Jerry. If I went out with you, it might get into the newspaper. And you know how some newspapers will do anything for a story. Well, we do know about that type of newspaper, Marilyn, but we can paint a better picture if we dramatize it. So, Fenneman, start dramatizing. The Chesterfield Biome by the Carton Players present Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis, and Marilyn Monroe in a dramatic newspaper yarn. It's the story of a cold-blooded newspaper editor who has no friends, but who is loved by Marilyn Monroe. Entitled... So who needs friends? You know, yes, this is the morning hangover. Editor Lewis speaking. What? Just a minute, I'll get the press room. Hello, press room. What is it, Chief? Quick, tear out the front page. Why? My mother just bought a new garbage pail and she needs something to line it with. <laughs> Hello, Chief. Tell me, baby doll, what's cooking? I am. Get off my lap. <laughs> I've got a headline for you, Chief. Noted doctor advocates fish breeding for a hobby. Too long. Cut it down. What'd I say? Surgeon, urgent, surgeon, merchant. <laughs> Come on, baby. Give us a kiss. Editor Lewis, I'm the publisher of this paper, and I'm not paying you to kiss our star report. Spending all your time kissing her doesn't increase our circulation. But it increases mine. <laughs> Publisher Martin, I just came in to show him the wardrobe I'm going to take along on my vacation. This is my hunting outfit. Hunting outfit? But that's a strapless, backless gown. You don't know your clothes. You don't know what I'm hunting. <laughs> I should have known better than to hire a woman report. Just a minute, sir. I'm a newspaper man. I'm not a woman. You're not? I think we've got a scoop. <laughs> I don't want to be thought of as a woman. I want to be thought of as a man. Okay, but I hope we get a joining lockers at the Y. <laughs> Yellow! <laughs> Morning hangover. Hello, Chief. You remember Detroit Danny? You mean a gangster who was almost beaten to death last week with a bag of wet chicken livers? <laughs> yeah, well, he was shot to death. And I found a slug. That slug is evidence. Bring it right over here. I can't. I use it to make this phone call. <laughs> I know how Detroit Danny got knocked off. He was trying to blackmail Eskimo Eddie. Chief, if you print that story, Eddie will kill you. And I'll be alone. On a bet? <laughs> Chief, darling, don't do it. Kiss me, kiss me, kiss me. Ah, stop your nagging. <laughs> Don't worry, if I'm killed, somebody will come along tomorrow. Yeah, but what am I going to do tonight? <laughs> I don't want you, Murdy. Give up your job and I'll marry you. But what other work could I get? Well, don't worry about it, kids. You're young. You can always live on love. Yes. Give up your job and we'll have kisses for breakfast, kisses for lunch, kisses for supper. Gosh, kisses for breakfast, kisses for lunch, kisses for supper. Okay, it's a deal, baby. But I'm warning you. About what? Don't ever let me catch you having any meals out. 